Good morning, everybody. Good afternoon. Good evening. Welcome back to How's Run a Good Walk, episode 42. 42. And we are back in the car. With two brews. With two brews. That's right. Th- these, This is the things that we go through now, to bring you this unbelievable podcast. I've said this again and I'll say it again. I'll say it, I said it before and I'll say it again. How many sugars is respectable in your coffee? <laughs> Lad, there's not even that many sugars in there. You don't know how you don't know how many I put in it. How many do you think I put in it? Three? Three teaspoons. And I mean they were big teaspoons. Borderline tablespoons. <sighs> it tastes so good though. Mate. <laughs> this is a guy's a dental plan. I wonder why. Only less of that. My teeth are fine. Anyway. Like fucking <laughs> like fucking Barocas. <laughs> what? Oh. Ah, that's, that's not very nice, my friend. That is not very nice. <laughs> sugar, they're just starting to dissolve. Anyway, this is not a podcast about me and my teeth. I mean... What this is a podcast about is golf. So if you're new to the podcast, welcome. Warm welcome. A warm welcome. We have four sections, as always. Chopper of the week, which is my friend to the left here. Again, cheers. Tour it's trash really talk. It's chopper talk, is it really? It is. Uh, it's a bit of a shit chop of the week. Watch your beef year. and tech talk. So, oh, funny looks from the bloke in the car next to us. So, let's start with chop of the week. This is normally funny story, something that's happened. Usually it's me. There's nothing really like funny about this. Basically, we played a competition on last Friday. Me and Dad versus Sam and Josh. Yep. I mean... Two to the cleaners, lad. Two to the cleaners, mate. You won the last <laughs> hole. You were behind the whole way round. No, the reason I've put you down as chopper of the week for this, okay? Because you wrote the freaking list, mate. That's the only reason it's down. No, no, no. I did. Yeah, I do the prep, correct. But what I was saying is the reason I've put it down, and there's a very good reason for this. Yes, you were leading. Yes, you played great. But we both both teams played some good golf. We threw some birdies in there. However. You threw a birdie in there. Yeah, I've, I've, I threw the most Brighton S birdie in there possible. But what I was going to say was, we've come to the 17th hole. It's getting dark. Uh, like, yeah, let's, let's qualify this. It wasn't getting dark. It was dark. Yeah, but we like, well, we've come this far. We may as well finish off. Einstein, to my left-hand side here, comes up with a genius plan in that he says, what we'll do is we'll play 18, which is a par 4, like a par 3. So we'll play approach shots into the green. And then we I will. I thought it was a great idea. I thought it was a great idea. Well, you would now. But what was funny was, so we we played the approach shots into eighteen, and um, Sam, who was my partner, hit a lovely shot in there, just over the flag. Well, held held his thirty foot or let's clarify 15, this. We thought he foot. hit a lovely shot. We couldn't see where the ball's bloody finished. Correct, but he was what maybe twenty foot past. 25 foot. Yeah, probably max, yeah. yeah. And he held this unreal putt for birdie. Let's clarify, this putt was going about 20 yards past. But it hit the hole and it went in. So, you lost. But the reason why I put this down as chopper of the week is because, after the fact, Alex turned to me and went, yeah, well, if we'd have played like a par four, you'd have lost. Yes, but it was your idea to play like a par three. Yeah, well, if you play like a par four, you lost. Yeah, but we didn't, and I couldn't you deal lost. With the fucking toys coming out the pram like last time. You couldn't deal with Honestly, losing. Last time we played them, they threw away a massive lead. I mean, a massive lead. They're like three up at one point. Couldn't deal with losing. Like, could but, you? No, 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 I couldn't deal with it. 
but what was quite funny was last time we played them, we won. Me and Dad won the last after winning like the last four of the five holes. Was these two literally threw the toys out the pram, and I mean the toys out the pram. Leechy loves it though. He loves having a go at me. It's never his fault. No, no, no. Never Leechy's fault. Never Leechy's fault. Um, but then Leechy went on to uh, our group chat, didn't he? Yeah, I didn't respond. <laughs> I just ignored him. <laughs> dishing out, dishing out the the abuse. I just, I just fully went into ignore mode, uh, and we'll hide the group chat. <laughs> but the reason I'm giving you trophy of the week is for that comment after. Well, for a play like a par four, you know, last. Oh, we didn't. It's not really. A- and we didn't. You're a chopper. So the only chopper about it is about two hundred par, mate. All right. Congratulations. If there's anything about it, it means you, you or Sam's an El Bandito. Well, we know which one that is. It's not you. <laughs> it's not me. <laughs> um, so, as always, if you have any funny stories, anything that you think is chopper of the week worthy, get onto our social media, onto Instagram, send us a message, and we will get it in the podcast. Also, points for this week, coming up Friday, before we talk about Tour Trash Talk, got a charity golf day. We do. And Watch From Hall that I'm running for Teenage Cancer Trust. Yep. We have some fantastic auction prizes. I know uh, Josh has put this at the end, but we're going to bombard you at the start with it. <laughs> we're going to mention it twice. Yeah, going to go right for the jugular. Um, there is a, I'm going to put a link uh, on my Instagram and on How To Know A Good Walk Instagram that you can swipe up to have a look at Gala Bid. So essentially, we've got two fantastic prizes. One of them donated by American Golf, which is an opportunity to play in the Scottish Seniors Pro Am that is uh, class. Hosted by Paul Laurie. The second one is a pair of James Madison football boots. I mean, you can take it or leave that, like can't you? Depending if you're a Leicester fan or not. Correct. Or if you're a football memorabilia collector. Yeah. Um, so you head over to Gala Bid. It's a silent auction site. Um, everything will be up on there. And the one thing to bear in mind is that the Scotland trip is on the 8th of uh, September. But we all know. Everyone that listens to this absolutely loves golf, and that is the most unbelievable prize going. Yeah, so... Put your hand in your pocket. Yeah. Donate to charity. Yeah, we'd, we'd, I mean, I'm not asking for tons of money. Tons of money would be great. <laughs> um, but obviously, everything is going to go towards charity. All this, all the prizes are donated. Uh, the whole day is going towards raising money for a fantastic cause, Teenage Cancer Trust. So, and if you just want to donate, uh, go over to the Just Giving page. Um, it's... Teenage Cancer Trust, uh, Alex Elliott Golf Day, um, and it, it, it should come up. Again, I'll put everything in my uh, link in my bio on Instagram and on How To In A Good Walk. Yep. So let's raise as much money up to Friday. Absolutely. So let's move on to Tour Trash Talk because we've got Sound a... Sound like going to get off that topic quick enough, mate. Well, we're going to mention it again at the end. Let's go on to Tour Trash Talk because we've got a lot to talk about. Yeah, it's a Some long week, list here. Yeah, there's a long, long list. Some week we've had. So it was... The BMW Championship on the PGA Tour. It's like a major, but not a major, right? Correct. So, obviously, this week now, coming up, we have the Tour Championship, and it's almost like the last event Mm -hmm. to set yourself up for that, isn't it? I think. So, the winner, Patrick Cantley, 27 under par, and he won in a playoff. I always think his surname sounds rude. Lad. (laughs) (laughs) Not said anything, just saying. No, yeah, yeah. I think everyone understands what you mean. Yeah, hopefully. Um, Josh, we split out for them. <laughs> no. And then second was Bryson DeChambeau, also on 27 under par. I mean, if you look at that score, 27 under and this par. is something I was going to mention, my friend. Like, do Mad. you actually like that? 
what do you think of that? First, we're well, never going to go into it, but go in, what do you think? Well, one of the points I put here was... That's an average of nearly seven under par per round. Correct. All in all, an unreal competition, but was the course too easy? Clearly. I mean, if you're finishing fourth at 22 under par, something's wrong. It's serious scoring, that, isn't it? Serious like, you scoring. Know, you know, this is what gets me right. Everybody says the Masters every year is too long. It's not long enough. It's too short. They always heat it up. They don't shoot 22 and 27 under par. No, they don't. The winner's usually about 12, 13. And I was going to say that, like, we do see some high scores in professional... Uh, low scores, sorry. High, whichever way you want to look at it. Low scores in professional golf. Well, usually by this bait. Yeah, no, but it's... It's low. You know what I mean. So really low scores. So high score would be, like, 27 over par. You know what I meant. Chop a comment. We see, <laughs> we see some low scores in professional golf, but there's, there's low and it's there's... Low, low. Really low. It's out and there's out out. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> that's it. it's too low that. But but what can they do at that golf course to make that not happen? Well, what was the, I mean? Make the rough thicker, make the greens faster, but the trick it up a little bit more because that 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 is literally a ridiculous score. That's too easy. Yeah, but saying that, I completely agree. However. So let me just run through the rest of the leaderboard. So Sung Jae Im, 23 under par. Roy McIlroy, 4th, 22 under par, as Alex just said. But there was some ridiculous golf played. So it was one of the playoff by Cantley. Okay. And it was a six-hole playoff with Bryson. Six holes. Hmm. Six holes. Like, if you're not going shot for shot, punch for punch. Uh, why did you ask me all these questions, mate? I don't know what holes they played. Did they play the 18th six times? No, I don't think so. I think they played six different holes. But, you're talking about... That's very surprising. They usually don't do that. Oh, maybe they did. I don't know, mate. You've you've thrown me under the bus again. Oh, Paul prepping it. I need, need a list of questions from you before I do this prep, then obviously, don't I? Let me, let me find out. Let me find out. Oh, don't worry, carry on. Here we go. So... What the point I was going to make before Alex threw me under the bus was we're talking about the high scores, yeah, low scores, low scores, Josh, low scores, low scores, you got it right third time, right? Yeah, and yes, the course was easy potentially, but listen to this Cantley made 41 of 41 putts from inside five feet, mm-hmm. he made 10 of 12 between 10 and 15 feet. And strokes gained in putting was plus 14.58. That is so unprofessional. Sorry, I'm just getting some stuff for the golf day, mate. <laughs> 14.58. That is ridiculous putting performance. I mean, that that that, that is serious. Like, seriously good putting performance, but he was still tied on the same score as Bryson, who won't have had as good putting stats as that. So, as I was saying... Yes, but... No, there was no buts about it. There's no buts about it. Because we've already talked about Bryson's putting about thirty weeks ago. I'm just saying. So Bryson's putting is obviously good, but, yeah, but they play the course differently. All I'm saying is it's clearly too easy. Well, something that may back that point up is Bryson, since you mentioned him, also was ridiculous stuff the whole week. Round two, he shot a 60, which consisted of eight birdies and two eagles. 
if there's two eagles going down, that means he's obviously driven a par four, which I know he did because I saw that one. Yep. But obviously, one one of the par fives is very easily reachable as well. So it, it, it there's obviously a few things here. It's not as penal off the tee, so that they're hitting driver more often or hitting three woods or whatever they can do. Long clubs anyway that that don't force them to be more sort of conservative. Yep. For me, I'm out. I don't like it. But then here's the other thing though. Not only did he shoot a 60, he missed a putt on the last for a 59, which is ridiculous. I don't think anyone's, anyone's ever done that, have they? They have. Tim Furyk twice. Ignore me then. Why were they making such a big deal of it then? Because no one's probably done it in their tour champs. Ah, there you go. Um, and then in his third round, so bear in mind he shot a 60 the day before. In his third round, he shot a front nine of 30. In which he had back-to-back eagles, a three and a two. He drove a green on the par, on the par four. Um, but he then went on to find the water in back-to-back holes and finish the round at just five under par, shooting a 37 back nine. Imagine walking, <laughs> off, imagine walking <laughs> off being pissed off that he shot five under par. For God's sake, he shot five under. Like, if he... He's score, Bryson. Like yeah, and imagine if he hadn't have had that dodgy back nine, imagine, imagine the score. Yeah, but that's... That's, like, ridiculous. That's like saying, imagine you didn't hook the gold ball, you'd be off single figures. No, it's not, mate. All I'm saying is, the guy's absolutely striped it all week, driven every par four green that he can, and, okay, he's had, what, two bad holes that have done him. Mate, we'd have been looking at, like, 30 under. Fair. Do you know what I mean? Mate, the guy shot 60, and he was on for another one. Shows it's too easy. Ridiculously easy. Um, but did you see him having a bit of fun with the fans? I heard a bit of heckling, didn't there? A bit of heckling towards like, uh, oh, oh, uh, Brooksy. Probably, but people have been doing that all year because it's absolutely winds him up. But you, have you heard that? I don't know what competition it was, but he was getting people kicked out for that. Yeah, about four weeks ago. He needs to grow up. Doesn't he? I. It's funny. He's gonna absolutely. He's gonna get abused by the European fans at the Ryder Cup, mate. But would you see it as being funny? Why not? I don't think you would. Well, if you're gonna have this Twitter spat that's gonna win you ten million pound dollars, being called Brooksy, mm. adding fuel to a fire, I'd say I'd. You can call me Brooksy if you want. If you're gonna give me ten million pound, mate. Got a deal? You can call me Nobbed if you <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, but he was having a bit of fun with fans, so I, I don't know what hole it is. Drivable par four, and he stood on the tee box, and they're all, like, heckling him, whatever. Caddy pulls out an iron. And they all boo. Boo. Don't, don't tell me he goes and pulls out a they, Then they're, like, obviously they're joking. Puts it back in, pulls the driver out, and they're all cheering him. Then pss, continues to drive the green. Before we go to the next point, it's got one thing I want to mention. What the hell are those socks? My socks. What are those socks? Some funky socks, mate. He's got Hulk socks on. I have. He's just been in the gym and he's put his Hulk socks on. I have. Correct. Embarrassing, mate. I mean, I'm not putting them on because I've been in the gym. Well, it looks that way. I would say that's a compliment. Cheers, mate. It's, it's <laughs> not a compliment. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with my socks, mate. They're absolutely tez. Well, you're not wearing them, so don't worry about it. Tez. So, did you see Bryson and Cantlay's beef? 
I saw this of um, Bryson's told him to stop walking after the ball. So, basically... Now, just to my point on this, right, if someone said that to me, I'd be like, fucking hell, no, no, I'm going to do this more. No, but I don't know if it was him walking after, like, like putting and walking after it kind of thing. I think it was more Bryson's waiting to put his shot and Cantley was walking up the fairway. Yeah, but loads of people do that. Yeah, I know. I do that when I'm playing. Do you know what I mean? It's just what 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 bet, you do. I bet Bryson does that exactly. But he asked him to stop. But then I saw I saw a post and it was like Bryson asked um, Patrick to stop walking up the fairway. Whatever. Uh, Patrick can't persi- uh, persist to walk putts in. And that that whole like put in and like followed it in. Like, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But so I also saw something that like said like about no one liking Bryson in this Ryder Cup team. Well, uh, do you know what I was thinking? This he's not making many friends, is he? Because Cantley be playing. Cantley's just qualified, yeah, mate. You got last qualified. Kepka be playing. Yeah. The only person he sort of gets on with is Tiger, and Tiger will not be playing. <laughs> this is uh, this is an interesting point. Is Tiger a vice captain? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I've no been idea. announced. I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how or what, or if anything, comes of that. Um, and. I just want to mention, quick word, Rory McIlroy. That's two words. Rory McIlroy. Is Rory back? No. Mate, 22 under par. 22 under par. And he led after the first round. That's not like him. Yeah, it is like him. (laughs) Well, no, it's not like him. He leads, if he didn't take his first round, then yeah, okay. Exactly. Um, Do I think... Mate, he's so hot and cold, that's what I think. And then he, but then, I think he's been very hot and cold throughout his whole career. Correct. He's what I kind of class as a very streaky player. When he he's is. on, he could easily win two or three weeks in a row. So he was 800 after day one, tied with John Rahm and Sam Burns for the lead. That's very good scoring. Exactly. Um, I think, uh, is he back? I wouldn't class him as back until he wins a major, just for the fact that, or wins a bigger competition like a Dubai comp, or... FedEx, something like that, just because I put him in that category of being a top, 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 top player. Yep. So for me, I mean, I'd expect him to be up there. Like if if, if you said if I said to you, "Oh, John Rams finished fourth, uh, Dustin Johnson's finished ninth," you'd be like, oh, "Yeah, cool, yeah." You wouldn't be like, mm, "Great, is he back?" Would you? You 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 just think that's what they do. Right. Okay. Yeah, I got you. So you're basically putting him in that category where well, unless you're so. winning. Well, you're no, not back not because winning, because that's that what you do. Reg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because on a what? On the on the reg. On the reg. <laughs> on the regular. <laughs> um, just because he's a top player, and I, I think he's better than better than what better than what he does. And I would agree, but I, but what I would say is, I feel it's a step in the right direction. It's what we want, isn't it? See what he does next week before you start. This is also very, very, very true. He could easily fall off cliff next week. Yeah. Now, I want to move on to the next point here. Victor Hovland. Have you seen him in Jadenberg oh. on that outfit, mate? And what? In the outfit of Jay. Oh, mate, the guy looks swaggy. I'll look for it. I've got it here. But he... So, this is not the point that I've written down, so I did not know about this. But Victor Hovland had a bit of a nightmare, didn't he? So, basically, I'm assuming the first couple of days was two tee starts. Yeah. So, tee off the 10th, those that need to go off. Two T starts where you tee off the tenth and off the first. So some groups will go off ten, some groups will go off one. And Victor Hovland 
there's a video of him knocking around on uh, social media of him basically just running from the 10th tee to the first tee. That is absolutely horrendous. Swaggy, that, innit? No. So basically, I actually showed me a picture of him in a, a Victor Hovland in a Jay Lindbergh outfit, and he's wearing it's like a turquoisey. Camo- I've got a turquoisey colour, mate. Camouflage number. Number. Uh, I wouldn't call it swaggy. It's swaggy. You can only pull that off if you're if you're pro golfer, plays PJ Tour. You couldn't pull that off down at your golf club, would you? Exactly. But then why are they selling it? You know what supports it? The Mastercard logo and the AP logo. Yeah, but if you buy that in a shop, you ain't going to get that, are you? Oh, some tops do now, yeah. I mean, the guy is Making not some small. Money. Um, but, so he's basically running in between tees. It's very Rory-esque, isn't it? Turning up late for his tea time. Yeah, but that was at the uh, Ryder Cup, mate. I know it was, but do you know what I mean? Like, how'd you get that so wrong? Whose fault is that? Is that player? Is that player. caddy? Can't blame the ca- How can you blame the caddy? Well... I'm not being funny. It was my job when I was caddying for Tom to make sure we're at the right tee at the right time. Then it's the caddy's fault, then. <laughs> what depends? What? You just answered your own question, haven't you? No, but like, it depends what sort of relationship they've got. Like, uh, do you know what I mean? I don't know. It... I personally think you can't blame the caddy for that. You know, I think there should be a new rule. <laughs> It'd be quite funny. <laughs> you got to start the locker room until two minutes before your tee time. <laughs> Like you've a, got to run there. Like a like a Le Mans start. Yeah, like a Le Mans start, right? You've got to run there and get there within the within two minutes. If you don't get there within the two minutes, you miss your tea time. For those those that don't know what a Le Mans start is, it's how they used to start the Le Mans 24 hour race. They used to stand on one side of the track and have to run over to the other side of the track to get in the car. So they've all got to stand in the in the locker room and then as soon as it two comes to two minutes, got to you're run. off. You're out. You gotta be on the tee. Watch on the tee, it's fine. It, uh, stop, it stops. You, you chilled, but no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trying, to the, trying to hit down the first hole. Especially at the Ryder Cup, we should definitely do that. Imagine. Got a suggestion, lads? Le Mans start. Le Mans start. Quality. Um, so this result for Cantlay meant that he claims the sixth qualifying spot for the US Ryder Cup team. So that is their sixth done. So it's DJ Morikawa, Brooks, JT, Bryson. And Patrick Cantley. And then who were their picks going to be? Well, we were going to hold hold that thought, sir. Holding it. We are going to get on to that. But first, I want to talk European Tour. Amiga. By the way, this event is a joke. I carried it, and it is one of the most unbelievable Wait. places. You, oh, fuck off. You carried it on the European Tour? <laughs> you got Hulk socks on, yeah? Wee. So, nibble. On the European Tour is the Omega European Masters. So, where is it? I'm not even speaking. Oh, come on. Give the people the insight, mate. It's just a bit of banter. You can do this one. <laughs> okay, I don't know where it was. Cron Socia. Here we go. Is in Switzerland. And you were telling me that some of the big boys, when they go here, get private jet in, helicopter yeah, up there, isn't it? It's ridiculous. How did you do it? Back up. <laughs> so did you get training, drive up? It's, it's a bit, di- it's a bit it's different, a bit, isn't it? It's a bit of car sickness. <laughs> Windy roads. <laughs> um, so the winner was Rasmus Hodgard. Yeah. Good pronunciation. Second, Bird... Wiesberger. Wiesberger. An interesting fact here, if Bird Wiesberger won, he would have guaranteed a spot on the Ryder Cup. Really? Mm-hmm. Ah. But he didn't unlock that. And third, Henrik Stenson. Some finish for him. That's good, because he has not been up there. 
He's just throwing his hat in the ring for a pick, isn't he? He is. I can't see it. Why can't you see it? I think he would be. I think he would be. Really? Yeah. I can see him being like a vice captain, no, but I can see him being picked. Bit of stability. Bit yeah. So you've been there before. So you've got him. Porter. He's probably gonna get a pick. Yeah. Maybe. And then who's your other one? I think you'd be looking at Molinari. Molinari's fourth face of the earth. Yeah, mate. but you've got to think of the teams and and. You just want to see Mollywood back, don't you? I love Mollywood. <laughs> um. But one thing I do want to talk about about this event, okay? Did you see the Italian amateur who was playing? Yeah, hole in one. So you got a hole in one, okay, on one of the par threes, and I just want to make sure I've got this right. But my understanding is he won an Omega Seamaster. Is it Seamaster that he won? Well, that's one of the most noticeable watches from Omega do. So I'd probably guess it's their flagship watch. So yeah. That is worth a lot of money. Am I right? It's, well, probably worth just over 10 grand, yeah. So, it was an Omega Seamaster Aquaterra 150 meter worth, I don't know, what's CHF? 18,400. Yeah, Cron, Swiss francs. 18,400 Swiss francs. Yeah, which is about 10,000 pounds. He's taking that straight to get it traded, isn't he? Fleabay! <laughs> get that sold, lad. So, it's like to make just, 10 grand this week, isn't just, that, That's what I was going to say. As an amateur, can he accept that? Yeah, we, yeah, but they don't get paid if they win, do they? You don't get... You make, if you go and have a hole-in-one for a car on a charity day, do you can't accept the car because you're an amateur? No, so shut up. I, wait, is there a car on one of your charity no, days? No, it's not, mate. Oh. Just a £25 voucher. <laughs> <laughs> Buzzing. Um, I don't know, because obviously... I'm, I'm still right in saying that if an amateur wins, they don't get paid, do they? No, can't accept them. Exactly. So, but they can accept an Amiga Seamaster or a, a BMW M8. They're a hole in one. It's different. Oh. You've not won an event, have you? You've not won as a pro. You've had a hole in one prize. It's different. Fair enough. I didn't know that. So this week is a big, big week on the PJ Tour. Dollar week. It is a big week. So the PJ Tour Championship at East Lake Golf Club. And before we move on to actually talk about the event. I want to talk about the golf club and some of the things that have happened there. Did you see... So, basically, the PJ Tour have been posting bits on Instagram, like, Tour Vault kind of stuff. The best one's got to be, and they'll put that up on on, on next few days, Tiger Woods. Which one's that? Where people engulf the fucking place. What, a few years ago? Yeah. Really? That was there? Sure it was a Tour Champs. I think they've already put that up then. Maybe they have. I did see something where Roy was like, this is mad. And then it just showed Tiger Woods walking down the fairway. This. No. No? I reckon they'll be saving it. I saw something somewhere. You won Tour Champs. I did not know that. Um, but they also, you see the Paul Casey thing? So basically there's a video up there, and I don't know when it's from, but it looks like they played into 18. A couple of years ago, so. And... He plays this pure shot, like, looks like he's going straight to the flag. Probably 2.30 out of it. Yeah. And then it takes, like, one hop on the green and bounces over the back. And the look on his face is, like, a bemusement. is like, how on earth has that happened? Everybody else, everybody, every amateur golfer would be like, oh, nice, great. Over yeah. The green. And he's, sat, he's still it's thinking... not in the water. Yeah. He's still thinking, how on earth have I done that? Turns out he pulled the wrong club. But interestingly, I found this quite interesting when he, in that interview, um... 
Most players, number one, would probably blame the caddy. He was like, no, no, it's my fault. I always pick the club out. Yep. Um, but interestingly, his four iron and his three iron are the same length, same club. Same club, just stronger, isn't just it? stronger, and there's no number on. Why would you not just get three iron written on? There's a freaking Sharpie you can do it with, mate. Yeah, no, but if if the three iron's not got a number on, but the four iron does, like he said, then just well, look at the club. And in the interview, he said he didn't done it more than once, though. Yeah, well, he needs to sort his shit out, doesn't he? Really? Um, so, there's also the Henry extension, par five. Three wood, three wood, put for eagle, cheers. That's impressive. That is I, I making saw that. both of like, very I'm sure, easy. I'm sure he's not played there. I'm sure he's. I'm sure he's playing at um, Switzerland this week. But realise we're already posting old stuff. Yeah, Tor, hashtag Torvald. Cheers. All right. <laughs> so, this is something that is really interesting, and I didn't realise until today, and just speaking about it with Alex. So, it's a bit different how this event starts, isn't it? Yeah. So basically, it's not. It's like a Le Mans start. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. A level playing field in a sense of that it is no no but when I explain you start with a score yeah so for example Patrick Cantley who's leading already he's not started he's leading starts on 10 under par yeah but I think this is correct because it stops one person in the year having a run of just like the last event and winning it because the biggest prize pot it, it, obviously that could happen but they've got to shoot unbelievable scores and if they do that then they deserve it yep. but it gives you the advantage for you being the most consistent to join the FedEx playoffs correct so the tour championship starting leaderboard is as follows number one Patrick Cantlay 10 under par number two Tony Finau 8 under par number three Bryson 7 Ram at 4 6 under Cameron Smith, five. Where's and then, DJ? Mm, exactly. Then you've got one, two, three, four, five, four under par. So that's Thomas, English, Answer, Spieth and Burns. Then you've got Morikawa, Sunjay Im, Hovland, Ustazen and Dustin Johnson at three under par. McElroy, Chauflay, Cockrack, Nah and Co Kepka. Cockrack. Cockrack. Sorry, mate. Oh, Kepka, two under par. <laughs> oh, Cockrack. And then you've got... Connors, <laughs> Connors, Matsuyama, Sink, Neiman, Scheffler. You have turned into a gold podcast. At one bar. <laughs> and then Berger, Van Royen, Garcia, Horschel and Reed at level par. So will those be based on how many FedEx points they have? Yeah. Yeah, how many FedEx points will... will... What they should have done is start it from the event from the week before. Right, you're starting on 27 under par. <laughs> That's how you get some big scores. Yeah, I mean... Oh, you could just do an accumulative score through the FedEx points. Well done, Brighton. You won your 100 under. <laughs> yeah, I think, obviously, how many points ahead you are is, is then equated to how many shots ahead you are. Yeah, correct. Um, so, come on then. Who's your pick? So is there only thirty players playing? Is that is that how it works? Top thirty, or will there be? That is how it works, I think. Yeah, there's only thirty players playing, mate. It's a short, small field. Where's Bryson? Uh, where's Brooks? And... He's in there. You weren't listening. No, but what? what I'm Two saying under is, par. I said, where have they been? Yeah, chilling, mate. Sitting on a load of cash. Three under par. Dustin Johnson. Two under par. Brooks Kepka. Xander Schauffele. Two under par. They're not bothered, are they, mate? 
Mm, true. Loads of money. So come on, who's your pick? Who you choosing? Well, based on all that, you're sort of only looking sort of in. You've got to only think sort of the top half of the leaderboard, haven't you? Yeah, I reckon down to maybe. I reckon John Ram. I, th- I think that's a really good shout, and I'm annoyed you've said that because I was going to go there. But I think the way he's playing at the minute is like untouchable, isn't he? Like the only person that beats John Ram is John Ram, isn't it? Bryson and Cantley did last week. No, but what, that's what I'm saying is, like, if he turns up and he's on, well, then he he's. I think he's the man that you got to beat. I think if you're finishing above John Rahm, you win the event. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, clearly because you're. No, him. but that's my point. That's my point. <laughs> I disagree with that comment, but you don't. You said you're gonna win. I think he's gonna win this week, but I don't think. So if you're finishing above him, you win the you're event. Basically, say, yeah, he is world number one, but you're basically saying that if he turns up, no one's got a chance. No, it's I didn't not. say that. It's basically what you're saying. Uh, no, I didn't say that. Basically, what you're saying. No, he's not. You just, you just said. He's the man you've got to beat if he turns up. So you're basically saying if he if he turns up, you can't beat him. No, I'm not saying if he goes. Yeah, that's literally what you just said. No, no, I'm not saying if he just goes to an event, he's going to win it. I said if he play, if he's on, if he's on fire, and like that's what it, I just said. No, you said if he turns up. As in, if he turns up, as in plays. Well, well. you need to specify that. Can you say if he turns up? I disagree with you. He's not got the tiger factor, but he's a very good player. I think you could be having a good shot there, but I won't choose him. I'm going to choose Bryson. So he's one shot ahead. Why are you doing that? You just picked the world number one, mate. And you're giving the... Because you're just boring him with your picks. How am I boring? You picked the world number one. Could have gone Tony Finau. He's one behind, two behind. Well, then I'd have been boring my picks. Oh, I've just picked Patrick Cantley. He's leading. No, I'm going to pick Bryson, mate. Bryson was played well this week, and I feel he could win it. Well, we'll see, won't we? We will see. So... Just before we move on, so you got your pick in John. You're going John Ram, yeah. Yeah. Fine. Just before we move on, um, I want to talk about the Ryder Cup. So we're gonna drip drip feed this in, um, as things progress. So as we mentioned earlier, the US have now they have their qualifying six. Yeah, done dusted. Done and the European dusted. European team are pretty much done with that as well. So. I want to now go through who you think will be the other six. Who are you picking? If you're Stricker, is it Stricker? Yeah. If you're Steve Stricker, who are you picking? It's a very tough decision, this. It is a tough decision. I mean, if you've got any ounce about you, you're looking inside the top 30 of the FedEx, aren't you? That's probably where you're going to be looking, that people haven't qualified. Yes, So unless you want experience. Well, I mean, you could be looking at Patrick Reed on that because he's got experience. He's in the top thirty. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes. Oh, right, okay, good. Yeah. Patrick Reed would be definitely one of them. Could Horschel be one? I don't know, mate. You need to choose six. Scheffler. Very, very tough decision. Very tough decision. Do you want me to go first? I'm gonna go. I, I'm, uh, uh, I'm just feeling he's going to be exactly yeah, the same. I don't really know who's. Yeah. Do you want me to go? Yeah. I'm going to go. Tony Finau, he'll get in. Isn't he only qualified? Nope. I just said he was qualified before. You obviously don't listen. Don't want to tell you who's qualified. DJ, Morikawa, Kepka, Bryson, Cantley, and JT. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go. 
Tony Fino. Yeah. Harris English. Yeah. Jordan Spieth. Yeah. That's three, isn't it? Yeah. Would you have Would you have Phil Mickelson in there? Uh, I think you would. I think you got to have Phil Mickelson. Phil in there. Mickelson is one of them that I he would be my last if I were to choose. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot of good golfers, like you said, in that top thirty. That like you got players like. Would you not put Stuart Sinkin instead of him? No, being, I really wouldn't. Being in top the top 30 in the world? No, I really wouldn't. Or the top 30 in I the I really FedEx. wouldn't. I would definitely, definitely, definitely have Phil Mickelson over Stuart Sink. Okay. Um, I would also then go... I'd be torn between Sam Burns and Daniel Berger. I think Daniel Berger all day. Um, and then my last one would be between Patrick Reed and Phil Mickelson. Well, Don't I'm, really like Patrick Reed. I'd have Patrick Reed in there and Phil Mickelson over Daniel Berger. Oh, would you? You so you'd have the same as yeah, me. because because you got two players there who have been in multiple Ryder Cups and on winning teams in Ryder Cups and will bring the dressing room together. If you have too many rookies in there, I mean you've already got three rookies in your buddy starting six. Would you have Cameron Smith in there? He's not fucking. <laughs> Just testing you. Just testing you. Let me flags, mate. Keep me on your toes. Keep me on your toes. <laughs> um, oh sh! Hold on a minute. Have we forgotten someone there? Xander Showfly. Oh, I shouldn't have really picked. Well, yeah, Xander would be in there then. So I'd go Finau. I'd go Finau, Xander, Reed, Mickelson, uh, and. Spieth. Spieth. And then probably Berger. Ah, interesting. So, what we're going to do. Because let's, let's be honest with the listeners now. We're not here for one week. There's two weeks over the next four that we're not here. Basically, we're still in ourselves. Sorry, guys. So, next week, there will be no podcast. Then there'll be one the week after, which will be a review or preview of the Ryder Cup. Then there won't be one the week after that. And then we will do a full review of the Ryder Cup the week after that. Got to have holidays, haven't you? You know what I mean? Get me to the beach. So, next week, we will again drip feed a little bit more about... Not next week, the week after. Drip feed a little bit more about the Ryder Cup. We'll talk about picks, things like that. Um... But let's leave Tour Trash Talk there. I want to move on quickly because I've got to, I've got a bone to pick with you, mate. Why? So. I know what you're going to say, yeah. Last week, we had a discussion about the Ryder Cup <laughs> and about how the picks were done and the system and things like that and why it's different and how I don't think it's potentially fair that it's different that Basically, the US... Basically, it's like to wind you up, mate. The US pick different to the European team. And what did you do in a YouTube video? You went on one of your YouTube videos, Alex Elliott Golf, go and check it out, and we you sat there editing it, yeah. when I was doing the PDF, yeah. and you went, oh, listen to this, mate, <laughs> and you, on your video, go, oh, interesting that the US Ryder Cup team picked different to the European team, I don't, I don't think that's fair, oh, mate, we spent about, we literally spent about 15 minutes last week arguing about it. I'm just saying... I like to wind you up. Yeah. So that's my beef. Using my own argument. My beef. What's my beef? My beef is... My beef. You haven't got any beef. No, I haven't got any beef. I'm quite content because I'm on holiday in a few days. He's in full holiday mode. (laughs) And then, normally, as we said, we would normally have tech talk, but there's actually nothing new that's come out this week. Well, apart from, let's just support the the golf day. Yeah. 
That's what I was going to say. It's not really tech, though, is it? No, well, there is some tech. You've been surprised. You can. Um, so, as we said, there's a bit more of a backstory to this. Uh, one of M's friends, regular childhood friends, who's then become like one of my friends as well, her boyfriend, Ryan, uh, was diagnosed with cancer about two years ago, um, and then it came back, and then he's just gone through chemo and stem cell transplant, and touch wood... Touching wood. He's all on the mend. So, we're raising money for Teenage Cancer Trust because he said they were absolutely amazing to help him through it. Yep. Um, and it's not just teenagers, by the way. It's just any young person dealing with cancer. Um, so, we're raising it for the local Teenage Cancer Trust where he, near to where he lived that helped him out. We're at four grand now. After the sort of entry fees and everything, we'll be at six. Our target's ten. Um, but, to be honest, like, whatever we raise it is amazing. Like, yep. we just wanted to raise uh, as much money as we can. So... I know we're going to say this again. I don't want to keep badgering you all, but if you can please, 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 please support it in any way you can. Um, so I will leave the link on how to in a good walk. We'll also leave the link on Twitter and Instagram and on YouTube. Um, so please, if you can, if it's a pound, whatever it is, uh, make sure you gift aid it because then they put some towards it as well. Um, we'll, we'll all really appreciate it and it's going to a great cause. I second that. I don't think we can say anything else, eh, mate? Um, I can't wait for Friday. Looking forward yeah. to the golf day. Should be a good laugh. Leech, you're not going to longest drive. Sorry, mate. You're too wild. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna get him pumped up for that, mate. You got it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I'm coming for a new Puma bag. That's what I'm coming for. Cobra, but yeah, it's fine. Puma, Cobra, same thing. Yeah, and hopefully, hopefully, the weather forecast looks good. So hopefully, we uh, have a great day. Absolutely. Cheers, right. cheers. I think that wraps us up for today. We won't see you next week. We will see you the week after. We will see you the week after. We won't see the week after that. <laughs> yes. Thank you for listening. Please pass the pod. Pass the pod. That's all.